Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Tuesday the 4th of February. Coming up, air pollution putting almost a million lives at risk. There's a lot that we know now about the effect these toxic particles have on our heart health. Brexit gridlock fears not over yet. It is vital for our supply chains to keep moving. That's what everybody wants. And Paralympic skier gets ready for Beijing 2022. We've got a really long way to go. There's an amazing Austrian girl who's so quick. She's beating the men, so she really is one to catch. Kent News. Almost a million people here in Kent are being put at risk by air pollution, according to a new report. Port. The British Heart Foundation says six parts of the county are recording levels of toxic particles in the air, exceeding guidelines set out by the World Health Organisation. Dartford, Medway, Gravesham, Maidstone, Tunbridge and Walling and Swale all made the list. Stuart Jeffries, a Green Party campaigner in Maidstone. Air pollution is just um, one of the biggest problems we're facing um, uh, in this country. Um, you know, Tens of thousands of people are dying early each year and um, and, and we have got, uh, I think it's 30 towns across the, um, the southeast that, that are, are breaching um, World Health Organization guidelines. Um, you know, people are dying needlessly in those towns. This report focuses on um, a thing called particulate matter 2.5, which is the smallest um, size of particles. And they, they come from um, diesel engines, petrol engines, and so forth. Um, they are very, very toxic. They can pass freely um, in and out of the bloodstream. They can go into the brain. Um, and they, could, they, they can basically affect any part, any part of the body um, in terms of uh, how, how they cause damage. So they are, they are particularly do- toxic. Dartford does suffer. It's got um, uh, two two major roads running through it. It's got the, the Dartford crossing. It's got the M20 um, just a few miles away. And of course, the, the, there's additional um, pollution from power stations and, and blowing in from the continent and, and the North Sea as well. So it, it's supremely placed to be one of the highest or the highest placing uh, pollution place in Kent. Um, so, so hardly a surprise. Um, but but really um, another sort of damning indictment of uh, of the of the car industry and the car and, and the way we travel in terms of um it, we can see the effects quite directly on 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 the place where the most cars travel through at an individual level obviously the less we drive our cars the better um, but actually we've got a press of political change and radical political change uh, in the way we we get about and the way we structure society we've got to get away from petrol diesel engines um, into public transport clean buses mind you clean trains um, and, and cycling and walking has to be at the forefront of, of transport in the future and um, the, the day of the car and the day of the uh, of the combustion engine has to come to an end very soon. A year after the government published its clean air strategy, the British Heart Foundation's urging for more to be done. Barbara Cobson is a senior cardiac nurse at the charity. She's been telling us more about some of the specific dangers. If we're exposed to these tiny particles over a period of time, what it can do, it can cause the blood vessels to become stiff or even narrow, which means that it's not flexible enough to control the blood pressure. So what happens then is that it puts a lot of pressure on the heart. Also, the blood can become very sticky with these particles in the bloodstream, which can then increase people's risk of having heart attacks and strokes. 
So there, there's a lot um, that we know now about the effects that these toxic particles have on our heart health. So it's it's absolutely important um, that the government actually adopts this new, uh, the stricter World Health Organization limits by 2020. And it's more, it's all to protect the nation's health. The government has today announced a ban on the sale of diesel, petrol and hybrid cars will be brought forward to 2035. Kent Online reports. A road near Gravesend has been taped off after a man suffered serious injuries. Police and ambulance crews were called to Hamilton Road in Northleet in the early hours of this morning. Forensic officers have been spotted going into a property. Police investigating the death of a 20-year-old man in South London have charged three people after they were arrested at the Port of Dover. Crossland Davis was stabbed to death in Deptford in December. A 20-year-old man detained in Kent on Sunday is accused of murder, along with another man previously arrested, while a 21- and 17-year-old have been charged with perverting the course of justice. Now, just days after leaving the EU, there's a warning Kent's roads are still at risk of becoming gridlocked. The Freight Transport Association says it's important for our supply chains the traffic's kept moving at the county's ports post-Brexit. Heidi Skinner's from the organisation, which is based in Tunbridge Wells. The next 12 months is going to be a very interesting period than when we can see how the government moves forward, certainly on uh, whether we'll have to see import declarations, other checks coming in and going out of the UK. So, yeah, the, the next next few months are going to be vital. Unfortunately, we've never seen Operation Brock fully tested. You know, we've only seen parts of it in operation and whether that will come into force, uh, you know, later this year is, is something that we watch and wait and see. Um, but certainly traffic management is, is a major concern for us. Every sector company organisation will have, will have a different uh, view and that's perfectly understandable. As I said, we, we are working with ports, we're working with government to make sure that we, we can continue with the arrangement that we've had. It, it is vital for our supply chains to keep moving and that's what everybody wants. So it is important that we keep keep the country moving. Kent Online News. An elderly Medway couple have lost their life savings of £73,000 after conmen told them the roof of their house needed repairing. The fraudsters knocked on their door in Strood and used the name of a trusted local company to trick the 71-year-old man into agreeing to the work. A GoFundMe page has been set up to try and raise money to repair the damage they did to the home. More than 6,000 drivers have been caught speeding in Kent in just a year, thanks to a group of volunteers. Community Speedwatch use a tracker to monitor roads across the county, and police can fine or prosecute anyone going too fast. Watering Breed near Maidstone had the highest number of speeding drivers in the 12 months to last August. Kent Online Sport. With just over two years to go, a Kent skier has been telling us how preparations are going for the Winter Paralympics. Millie Knight, who grew up in Canterbury, is just picked up a few medals at the World Cup in Slovenia. She was on Team Talk on KMTV with Nicola last night and said the build-up to the competition didn't go too smoothly. We'd had a fantastic training block and racing in Mammoth in America uh, in December. So we were really ready for the World Cup. Um, but unfortunately, between then and the racing, everything kind of went wrong. Um, we, I had a car crash on the way to the airport. Um, I obviously wasn't driving. <laughs> um, uh, and my guide, Brett, was really ill, so he couldn't race or train for a week. 
so I had to have a reserve guide um, and then I was really sort of starting to feel the sort of side effects of the crash and oh, it just was not the sort of preparation that we needed. No, not an ideal start, but to go on then and pick up um, three medals, a gold, silver and a bronze, you got the whole collection, you must have been delighted with how it turned out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we really had no expectations for results at all. Um, we, we were just pleased to have come fourth, you know, if, if that would have been our result. Mm. Um, and when we claimed our first bronze, it was just unbelievable because we were competing against people that have sort of skied every day since, you know, all their life. Um, and Brett and, I, Brett and I have taken out, you know, this last year of racing. Mm. So in theory, we should have been quite a long way behind everyone else. Um, and so to get a medal on the first day was absolutely insane. And then the second day when we won, um, that was even more crazy because we, we'd finished the first run and, I, and we were in the, in the lead. And I thought, oh no, I don't want to be in this position. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't come here to sort of win medals or, or win. Um, I've come here to just train. And kind of the pressure when you win a first run, mm is quite high and I thought oh no <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you've got two years to go until Beijing 2022 how do you kind of pace your preparations so that you're not peaking too soon before those games well I, I don't think there's any doubt of us um, peaking too soon <laughs> <laughs> um, we we are so far behind still we we've got a really long way to go there's an amazing Austrian girl who's who's so quick um, she's beating the men, um, so she really is one to catch. So we've got a real uh, sort of hard work coming, um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take that hard work to get there for sure. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.